As an African-born immigrant in America, I've spent the last six years trying to define my identity, pursue a new life, build a career, start a family, and bridge my African heritage and the American dream. The real question is how did I do it? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Rudolf Mali and welcome to the Afro Hustle Podcast. Follow me and follow along with the conversation as I present interesting topics and interview successful African-born immigrants to share their success stories that will inspire and help you smoothly assimilate into your new American life. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to today's episode, man. You know, I'm really excited for today's episode because it's really, I'm really going to be talking a lot about my first job in America, right? Or my first American job. Is that how you call it? Maybe, maybe it's going to be my first job in America. Okay, I think I'm going to go with that. So, today's African proverb is, Until a lion tells his side of the story, the tale of the hunt will always glorify the hunt. So, think about this. If until a lion tells his side of the story, the tale of the hunt always glorify the hunter. Which means that, I'm thinking about this, I said, Until the lion, it means that don't just jump into conclusion without hearing the side, the two sides. So, if you are a judge in any situation, if you have to judge somebody, think about the consequence or think about what the person went through or think about maybe Maybe if you're judging two people about a particular situation, consider hearing from both sides of the story before actually jumping to conclusion. Okay, let's jump into the episode today. So I'm thinking about my first job in America. So many people have been asking me about, oh Rudy, did you start working in healthcare when you came to America? No. The answer is no. And I've only told a few people about this. So many people thought I started in healthcare, but I did not. I didn't even even like my first job, even the job that I worked. I mean, I'm calling that my first job because that's like when I actually got paid. And that's when I received my first paycheck. But my first job, the very first job that I had in America was actually as a salesperson. So I actually worked in this consulting company and they were a marketing company. You know, they were hired by big companies who like for example they have they were hired by um, a tv there's this company that provides tv internet and phone services and this our consulting company was hired by that so we can be the salespeople to go on the ground and preach the gospel of this of this company and go out and you know and market the company so i was really excited about it i applied for the job online i was really curious i said oh my god thank god i just came to america my first four weeks i think that was like the fourth week um, that I when my when my green card came my no that was my social security first came and my green card wasn't um, wasn't ready uh, but I applied for that job with my with my social security and my pass my Cameroon passport so when I went to the job site I was able to you know give them my information and everything but the day before I actually went to the you know when I was up when I was accepted for the for the job we did the phone interview. The day I was scheduled to go for an in, for in-person interview, uh, my cousin actually went with me on on a Saturday. We went on a Saturday. We actually scheduled. I was scheduled for the interview on Monday, but I went out there on a Saturday with my cousin. So we can gauge the area, you know, making sure nothing weird is happening. <laughs> but it was very it was very funny because when we went there, we saw the place wasn't it was it was sort of like a construction site. Actually, it was a Long Island City. You know, if you know New York and Long Island City, you realize Long Island City there's still a lot of work going on in Long Island. City. City. I think they're getting better. But so we went out there, we saw the place, it was okay, it's okay, this looks like a company, you know, it looks like actually maybe it's a car, maybe it's a real company. So Monday I went in for an in-person interview. They said, Oh, you're so good. Okay, so we're just gonna take you right. You can start today. I said, Oh, why not? Sure. So I gave them my passport and my social security card, they did everything, and you know, I was able to jump on the on the job. So that's me the first day. I jumped on there, I started working, and I, I was expecting that they were gonna give me a computer, you know, and a desk and everything, but no. So we had all these guys who were all just standing and 
with, with having suits and shirt and tie i'm like okay like what's happening you know all these guys were very they're very cheerful very excited i said okay i don't know what kind of job is this but it sounds like people are so excited doing it you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna join the chorus i was excited i was i had excited with the energy i went out there i loved the energy guys were training us i said okay in the morning we're gonna train you guys for the first hour after the first hour you're gonna go out there to the field you're gonna be doing the field work and i wasn't sure what the field work actually meant so i went out there with the guys i spoke to them you know we're excited um they were going around showing me everything that i needed to know showing me around the company the, the building i said okay we took this you know took the elevator I was good. I think that was like the first time I took the elevator because I didn't take the elevator in Cameroon. I think that was the first time I took the elevator. I was really excited about it. And <laughs> I was really excited about it. It was so good. Uh, I was scared, but you know, I was kind of composing myself so I don't really look very stupid in front of this guy, right? So um, we went out there to the field. I was, it was actually a lot of, a lot about sales, you know, just meeting people. We actually had, you'd be surprised how many people actually have your home address. So this company had the home addresses and zip code of almost everybody in New York. So we went out there, the, the director said, so you, this group, you're going to go to this particular area. Go out there, there are these people who don't have this, this company's services. Go out there and meet them and sell to, to them and tell them, you know, convince them to actually change from their current owners, you know, from their current provider so they can switch to us. I was excited for it. I said, yeah, sure, sure. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. So we went out there. We did, you know, I was working with these guys for the first couple of weeks. It was more like training, you know, just training. And the guy, you know, with the first week came by, I said, okay, you know, I've done, I've done the work. Second week came by, I said, okay, you know. So I went and asked my aunt, I said, hey, auntie, you know, uh, so how, how often does American companies pay people? She said, uh, sometimes every two weeks, some company, some company pay you every week, and some, you know, some big companies, and depending on your, your rank, they pay you every month. I said, okay, that's, uh, that's okay. So I've been in this company for the first two weeks, and I haven't been paid. You know, the third week, and I went and asked my boss, I said, hey, boss, you know, uh, I think I was expecting to get a paycheck and whatnot. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you're going to get a paycheck, you know, as soon as you get a sale. I said, oh, um, no, as, as soon as, he said, as soon as we get a sale. Okay, I said, okay, that, that's fine. So my group that I was working, I was still in, I was still in training. These guys would go out there, you know, they'll buy lunch, we'll all buy lunch and we eat and we keep walking. You know, we'll walk for like, something like six hours, you know, just walk from different regions, different area another area to another area one guy had a car so he would just drive us to this to, to the next area he dropped off dropped us over there we'll go out there and knock on the doors keep knocking and keep knocking and keep knocking you know i was very well I, I was i learned a lot doing that during those that period um but so on the third week i made a sale i uh, made a sale went to this to this lady this nice lady actually you know pitch her i gave her the pitch that we've, that we've learned that morning and she was like yeah yeah you guys can come you know we called the guys who were doing the installation they came on spot they did all the, everything everything was done and i was like okay cool you know i was really excited i mean i did my first sale you know so when i knew that the boss definitely you know he knew about the sale and definitely we're gonna get paid and all that stuff so what happened was i did the first sale and the guy who was actually training me put the sale under his name and i was kind of a little bit worried i i, I didn't i didn't really think about it at the time i was like okay it's it's fine you know it's all right uh, by the time we get to the office maybe maybe I because i know you have a, such maybe an id or whatever so maybe that's the reason why he kind of put the sale under his name so we went to the office and I was the fourth week. Fourth week on the Monday, I went to the boss and said, hey, you know, I was suspecting that, uh, what, that what's happening with payment. He said, oh, you know, we're actually commissioned salespeople. I'm like, commission what? 
It's a commission sales people, which means you're gonna be only get paid when you you know when you make a sale. I said, okay, but I made a sale last week. He said, no, actually, you you the, yeah, the sale you made was good, but that was actually the first three sale you make are always gonna go to the person that was training you. Which means if you are go, if you start training somebody else and the first three sales they make, the sales gonna go under you. It's gonna go under your account there before you can start making the you know you can start making your own money or they or they're, so, they're gonna start making their own money. I was like, um, I'm really worried about that because I wasn't sure this was actually in. I wasn't informed about this when I when I came here. He was like, yeah, you actually this is actually on that little paper that we gave you terms and conditions, right? Who who reads terms and conditions or who reads company policies? So I was really frustrated. I was mad and I was like, oh my God, these people, you guys are fraudsters, you know, you deceived me and you know, I, I don't want to do this job anymore. And doing those, doing those four weeks that I've been working there. So my aunt actually gave me an allowance. She gave me, I think she gave me a monthly, uh, she gave me I think $200 a month, you know, so I could manage myself, buy a few things or pay the subway. And I was really excited for it. But when I realized that I wasn't going to get paid for that first four weeks, Oh, when I realized that after the first four weeks I wasn't paid, I was so pissed. And I told my aunt, I'm not going to go back to the job. I said, okay, just try one more week. You know, just try one or two more weeks and I'll see what happens. I did this. The fifth week, I, I went there, you know, went to those guys, just went around, did the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. And I had an encounter. So this is going to be, this is actually a very funny story. I had an encounter. One guy, one customer whom I went, you know, been knocking on people's door. I was like, it was like 3 p.m. that, 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 uh, that fateful day. And this guy, I think, was taking a nap and I knocked on his door. I said, hey, you know, I'm this, I'm this from this, this company. Um, do you have internet service? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just gave him the pitch. The guy was so mad. He said, get the F out of my door. Get out of my door right now. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going out, I'm going out. So I was all like surprised, you know, and the guy just came out with a baseball bat, like attempted to hit me. I was like, oh. You know, I ran off and that was the scariest moment. I said, wow, these American people are so scary. If you don't want the job, if you don't want the thing, just say no. You know, it's that simple. But the guy just brought in the baseball bat was so ready to hit me. And I ran off and the other guy who was training me, you know, just bust out laughing. <laughs> he thought it was a joke, but that wasn't funny. But it, it, at the time, it wasn't funny. Now it could sound a little funny, but it wasn't funny at the time because I was scared for my life. I was like... I just came to America the first time in the weeks. Like, am I gonna get hit or somebody's gonna kill me or whatever? You know, what's gonna be happening to my family in Cameroon? So that was scary. That was a very scary moment. But when I left that job, a couple of things I learned that I really want to want to transfer the knowledge over to you today, to you who is listening. My first job in America as a salesperson, I learned a couple of things. See? And the first thing that I learned was that I, I learned how to handle rejection. I learned how to handle rejection because especially during that time as an immigrant, as an African immigrant, you know, there were, there were, there were a lot of times where people would reject, people will say no, because I applied to so many jobs in the pharmacy job, grocery store job, not that I wasn't qualified, but everywhere when they kept saying no, 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 no. And you know, sometimes it really bothered me, but doing that job, I learned, I learned a few lessons doing that sales job. I learned a few lessons and the lessons was one of them was actually how to handle rejection, which means if someone take, for example, the guy who, the guy who, the, the, the guy who, the customer, angry customer, I call him the angry customer who brought in the baseball bat, you know, ready to hit me. This guy was so angry, ready to hit me, but he rejected my, my, my sales pitch, but he was very aggressive. So I learned how to handle that. I learned that 
people are just frustrated with their own things when people have their own problems that they're facing and they they are ready to take it up on you at any day any time come rain come sun right but it doesn't mean that they're going to they, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that i didn't do my job it doesn't mean i didn't do this the correct sales pitch i did the sales pitch with me it doesn't mean that I'm not good enough, I am good enough, or you are good enough. But the fact that they rejected me or they're going to reject you doesn't make you any less of a person, you know, or doesn't make you any less qualified. The second thing that I learned from actually from that is to be comfortable with being stupid in front of people. Because so many times when I went out, you know, when I was looking and I was pitching to these people about this job, about this um cable, TV, and phone services. Maybe they're having a gathering with their family and, and I'll knock, knock on their door on the 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. Maybe they're having dinner. Somebody just walk out, maybe even with their dog and, and they say, oh, no, we don't want that. You guys are just too much. You know, you're all over the place. You know, they just hate me. They just they just say all these things. And sometimes I'll feel very upset. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this job anymore. These people are very, they're very annoying. They are disgusting. They hate me, you know, I, I, I had all those attitudes running out in my head, but at the end of the day, I learned that I could learn how to become, how to be comfortable in front of people, especially just coming from Africa. I had this strong accent. Maybe I even spoke different languages. I dressed differently than they did, you know. I had a funny looking shoe. I had a funny looking shirt. <laughs> and so many times, somebody just look at my funny shoe or my funny shirt, just laugh at me. I don't even respond to my sales speech. And that was some of the most awkward moments that I ever had, you know. But I learned how to become comfortable looking stupid in front of people because now it doesn't make me any lesser of them. It, the fact that I'm different, or the fact that I speak different, the fact that I have, a, I have a different accent doesn't make me any less of a person. The fact that I dress different, it doesn't make me any less of a person. Some of us don't even speak English, right? Some of us are from French-speaking countries. Some of us are just like... Swahili all out, you know, and we we have no little or very no English contents context in our in our vocabulary, right? But we were able to make it. To, but now, what I want you to understand, listening to the, what I want you to understand is that you are not less than anybody else. You are not a lesser person because you are you immigrated from Africa. You are not the, the language that you know. Maybe you maybe maybe they say, oh, you have an accent. You have a you have a. a P, they don't even know about pitching. They say you have a broken English accent. Or what kind of English is that? Or where are you from? Right? So many times we had all those questions. Where are you from? Oh, where are you from? You look different. Or is that how you dress in Africa? You know, all those things are things that should make you stronger. Those are things that will make you feel make you feel different. Because being different doesn't make you any less. It makes you special. I felt special in my in my group. There were a lot of guys from different races, white, Spanish, black, Af black American guys in that group of companies that I was working in that in that group that I was working as a salesperson, right? And being different, the fact that I was I was speaking differently, the fact that I spoke to them and they were like, "Oh my God, that's an accent. That's a strong accent. Where are you from?" Yo, I'm from Africa. You know, I'm from Cameroon and. You know, I, I'm privileged that I've traveled to two continents, right? And I'm one of those very privileged people to have traveled to, <laughs> to have traveled to, to, to have lived to in, in two continents. So that, that, that those those things made me special. And I really want you to take this lesson. There are so many stories you're going to be hearing about first job, all the people that are going to be interviewing in this podcast. We're talking about their first jobs in America. And I really want you to listen to these first jobs and every lesson that they learn from their first job because it's surprisingly 
or you're going to realize that if the lessons that they learned doing that first job has guided them throughout their life or throughout their career or throughout their stay. So I want you to actually get this. I want you to know how important it is to you to honor your first job because so many times we are very anxious. We are too ambitious that we, when you get the first job, you reject it. You say, oh, I'm not making enough money on this. So I'm going to quit. You go to the next one, right? But as soon as you're quitting and jumping from one job to another without actually taking the time to learn anything from this job, you're missing it out. We are missing the whole point of it. I worked at this company for six, I think seven weeks and I wasn't paid a dime. I never got a paycheck from these guys. <laughs> but the good thing that I learned from them and I always, the, the, you know, the owner is still a good friend of mine till today. The good thing that I learned from this company was the fact that I was able to start building myself as a, as a resident in America. I was able to start building and acknowledging myself to know that, yes, I am different. Yes, I speak different. Yes, I look different, but I am also qualified. I am valuable. And here, I am ready to stay here and build out a life. So thank you guys very much for listening to this episode. And I can't wait to actually have you on the show as a guest or to listen to your own first time, to your own first American job. And I can't wait to have you on the show. This episode was brought to you by Afro Hustle Podcast. If you like this content, click the subscribe button and follow me on social media. See you on the next episode. Be great. See contacts in the show notes below.